Shoot Your Shot Sports presents If It Has a Score, a podcast about movies, TV, sports, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Devin Lang and Wes Skim. Hello and welcome to If It Has a Score. This is Devin and Wes. Happy December 28th, the last episode of the year. Wrapping it up the right way with us here at the the podcast that I said earlier. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was going to do the acronym, but then I couldn't remember the letters in the moment, so I gave up. What a better way, yeah. <laughs> it's that time for people at work. I would say school, but people are hopefully out of school by now, have taken their finals and stuff. But it's that time at work where you've kind of mailed it in for the year. You're, just, <laughs> like you're waiting for your time off. Um, I already got my bonus for the year. Don't got to do anything, you know? Yeah. That, yeah. Kind of, that kind of feel. You've reached your sales quota, or <laughs> maybe some of you do have to work. I know I used to have to work every holiday, every weekend in my yeah. former job. So for those of you doing that, thank you. Or for those of you that are... Just enjoying some time off. Uh, why not throw on our podcast while you're doing so? Right, right. <laughs> Especially now that we have our new logo. Oof, Absolutely, so yeah. Clean. Maybe just spend some time staring at it. Stare this at the weekend. logo. Just like appreciate it. Be like, ooh, this is great. Have it be the and, first thing you look at going into the new year. And if you don't like it, don't say anything about it. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear. Yeah, no negative feedback. I don't Only deal positive with that right feedback. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we thought we'd do something a little bit different uh, since this is the last episode of the year. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing news, we want to kind of do like a recap uh, slash look back at the year. Maybe cover some ground that we didn't get a chance to cover or also talk about some of our own like favorite experiences of our side of the show for the year. So like Devin with sports and me with media, movies, and TV. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the plan for today. All right, um, we're doing <laughs> sports first. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, as Wes was saying, I was talking to him about this earlier. We record on Sundays. We're, we're doing an alternative recording day this week, but we record on Sundays. They're released on Wednesday. So there's kind of a time period where there may be some news that happened, but by the time we're recording the next episode... That's already kind of getting out of the news cycle. So right. record on Sunday. Something happens on Monday. Something happens on Tuesday. That's not in the episode that comes out on Wednesday. Something might also happen that day. But it's like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's when we start gathering news, preparing. So hand up. There's definitely some things that were notable that I missed based on the schedule. And there's also just some things we missed because we hadn't started the podcast at a certain time. Right. Uh, we started in August. Um, yeah. But yeah, there was a lot of notable things that happened in sports that I don't believe I covered. I The last one I covered, but the first two I'd like to talk about, um, first being Brittany Griner. I don't think I talked about that at I, all I on this really show. Yeah, so I'm just going to talk about these things briefly because even the most recent news is kind of came out a couple weeks ago now I'm so pre- yeah i'm pretty sure that came out when we had recorded the episode like ahead of time because we right. were on vacation see yep so 
Yum. You, you, yeah, you can take no days off in this industry. No folks. vacations. <laughs> it's very unforgiving to those slackers like myself. But yeah, Brittany Griner. So the goal for her was to play off season basketball overseas. So she was traveling to Russia in order to play in her off season in another league. So in that time, uh, in that traveling period, she was traveling with hashish oil on her person which is illegal in russia so she was sentenced to nine years in prison in russia oh my god is what the harsh (laughs) it is very harsh yeah and um again don't want to be xenophobic or right and you know um insensitive in any kind of way but the prison experience and the, the things that we hear about Prisons here are different than prisons in most other countries. Right, right. That's so, true. Prisons are different. And, I mean, every country has their own established laws. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if you're traveling to another country, it's important that you're looking that stuff up. Yes. While, like, I, I feel like some lenience should be granted if you're yeah. not from that country. And something like that is is legal here, right? Yes. Yeah. In most states. So, yeah. If it's If it's legal where she's from... It's understandable, and maybe it's just uh, we we're confiscating this, and you're not getting it back. Right. That's that's how I feel the situation should have been handled. You know. Yeah. But like, of course, I'm not I'm not in government. I'm not in <laughs> law stuff. I don't make those decisions. So it's like it just seems like an unfortunate bit of circumstances. Definitely. I mean, you hear people having both arguments. One that you're saying that you should know the laws of which where you are traveling. And just kind of be careful in general. And then there was the media. There was the sports world, which also had the argument that this is somebody from our country. This is somebody that made a mistake. But here, it's viewed different. Like, even if you were to do that in a state where it's illegal, I don't know off the top of my head, but I doubt that it's nine years in prison. I think it's a fine. I think it's fines in most states now. Maybe in some it's like jail, a a short jail sentence, but definitely not nine years in prison. (laughs) So there's a lot of athletes and people in media um, saying that they want us to do, as in the United States, what we had to do to get her home. So... That is something that eventually happened. So there was negotiations between Vladimir Putin and Joe Biden, which I think this stuff, if I'm not mistaken, took place before the invasion of Ukraine. But then that happened like right after. Yeah, it so right there. So it kind of held up talks for sure. It held up talks. There's tension. There's just like even talking about Russia and knowing that we had somebody there was a big talking point and. Uh, People were uncomfortable with that. So, yeah, people in the NBA, WNBA, lots of different sports, lots of different media were clamoring to get a collaborative effort to get her home. So we did do that, but we had to do a prisoner swap, which is something that I had never heard of. So we had somebody here from Russia. So. We released um, the Russian arms dealer Victor Bout to them in order for them to release Brittany Griner back right. to us. So that was the most recent update for that. Don't really know what's going on in order for like 
her to get reinstated for playing and things like that. But again, since we discussed things being different in the U.S., I assume that it's I just going to be. Yeah, I don't think that she would be held up from playing, right? <laughs> like <clears throat> what she did was not illegal here. I again don't know the rules for WNBA. Unfortunately, I think in NBA they do drug tests, but I do not think that marijuana is one of the things that you can get right. They're suspended looking for, like, for performance enhancing drugs. Yes, yeah, maybe some other like like steroids. Yeah. Yeah, cocaine. That, yeah, I think they may be <laughs> looking for that one, and like methamphetamine or <laughs> right some other more Worst hard thing, ones. Yeah. yeah, so that is something that we did not discuss at all. Surprisingly, for a very established sports media podcast. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, lost my page here. Getting back. Okay, another one. I don't know if we talked about it all. We didn't really talk about golf that much. I think it's mostly just came up in fantasy, fantasy sports. Yeah, we and did one. That's in it. my two truths and a lie, I think I discussed some golfers, but uh, I don't know if we addressed the live tour at all. No, did not. So the live tour was something created by Saudi Arabia, a golf tournament that took place there, and. They had golfers from America that usually took place in American tournaments. Um, They brought their talents over there in order for a big payday. Um, The reason that this was a conflict was just because of the difference in politics from our country and that country. Right. As well as some of the ethics behind politics. Potentially where some of this money, uh, the funding that is for the tournament is coming from. Um, Yeah, I don't want to get into too many details, but they're saying that it's bankrolled um, by essentially something that was funded uh, with people that have uh, blood on their hands, just to say the least. So (laughs) definitely some ethical dilemmas there, but there were a lot of big names that still participated because it was a big payday Kind of hard to turn down. I don't know the exact figures, but they got money just for showing up and playing. They didn't even have to be the person that won. So some big names included Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Bubba Watson, Brooks Kepka. And at first, it was announced that these players were not going to be invited to the Masters taking place in the U.S. Uh-huh. But now that it was such a large amount of golfers and also golfers of such large stature they have now announced that golfers that have participated in the live golf tournament will now be allowed to also participate in the masters in 2023 so said something so in order it was like a penalty yeah face or whatever and now it's fine yeah they basically were removing themselves from that situation denouncing it and then also denouncing golfers that participated but with just so many doing it uh it was kind of an empty threat if you think about it they're like don't do this if you do this this is going to be the consequence so many did it to where they're like okay you know what that's no longer the case so it's kind of an empty threat but that yeah it's like it's like when you speed on the street just because everyone else is speeding 
You're yeah. Like, well, they can't catch all of us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, these golfers were going with the flow of traffic. Right. They were just uh, 70 and a 40. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that actually also just came out maybe a week or two ago that they are now going to be able to participate in the Masters. They, um, up until then, were thinking that they were not going to. That was the impression that they had. And then last thing, I also think this came out on a Monday. This was a couple weeks ago as well um, from something that happened earlier in the year. Yeah. Only one of these two is something that I have current news on. So we've talked about the NFL owner, Dan Snyder, and the NBA owner, Robert Sarver, um, NFL team being the Washington Commanders and the NBA team and also WNBA team being the Phoenix Suns for the NBA and the Phoenix Mercury for the WNBA. So for toxic play, toxic workplaces, amongst other allegations, for each owner, both those owners were under fire. But it just came out that there is a suitor to purchase the uh, NBA team and WNBA team. All so right. that is going to be sought after by... Matt Ishbia, so he is a mortgage executive, and he's going to be closing in on a $4 billion deal to buy both of these teams. <laughs> so much money. It is a lot of money, but uh, based on the allegations, I mean, sexism, um, misogynistic, um, racism, um, via emails, uh, face-to-face confrontation, right. and this was stuff that was going on for quite some time. Uh, multiple reports, uh, just really bad things going on. Got to get this person out. I mean, they're suspended as of right now, but you want to see this person not be in a position to where they're owning this team anymore. For sure, for sure. That's also the momentum that they have. Um, Dan Snyder is like testifying in court. I uh, don't have too much updates on that. Um, something I should have looked into, I'm thinking of right now, all this stuff is kind of like negative, unfortunately, but I would have liked to get an update on uh, Brett Favre and that whole situation <laughs> with the welfare funds. Right. But I actually don't know if there is any. Just because no update. I, I don't think so. Next year. Yeah, things in court just take so long. Um, so it's just it's one of those things, and I, I think it's just one of those things like his name and people knowing him and kind of knowing him in the community is kind of going to make it a situation where he gets more of a slap on the wrist than the punishment that he should be getting for something so horrible that he did. Right. Stealing funds from people that deserve it more than just to have a volleyball court uh, <laughs> made or built at a university. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll have more news about that into the new year. I think so, uh, too. Things like that usually, I want to say, a lot of cases take a break around this time of year. Yeah. It's because it takes so long. To, with all the holidays and stuff, there's so many breaks. So I want to say uh, they might pick back up in, like, end of January, February. Right. But I could be wrong. Again, I'm not I'm not a lawmaker, so I have no idea. No, I, I agree with that. I definitely haven't seen anything, like, pop up. So I also haven't been diving deep into it but it also hasn't been like 
major headline this is what's going on this is what just happened right so yeah i think after the news new years something will come out about that but yeah other than that that's some backtracking but also kind of filling in with some current information so that's what i have for sports nice all right um for mine i don't really have any news that i want to go back and cover um but i do i do have some media experiences from this year that like I I've kind of like boiled down into like some of my my favorite experiences from the year that um I feel are super important that I'd like to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. that I don't know. Not everyone's going to like the media, but at the same time like I like it. Yeah. And this is my show. Yep. So <laughs> or my part of the show. <laughs> yeah. Um but starting with like TV shows, um I I've been binging a lot of TV this year, uh, and most of the time it's just because I have a job that's a lot more flexible with time, so I have a lot more time to be able to watch TV than I have in the past. Um, so I've been catching up on older shows, but also like shows that came out this year. Uh, and so some shows that came out this year that I, I've really enjoyed, I was watching Inside Job, which is a uh, TV show on Netflix that I really enjoy that uh, it's like a satirical take on um, government conspiracies and other like world conspiracies. Like these people work for this, um, this company that covers up different world anomalies and stuff basically. Okay. Um, But also like they control the government, they control this. It's like (laughs) the Illuminati, but it's not the Illuminati because the Illuminati is another group in the show. Yeah. That's like their competitor. They have rivalry. <laughs> right, there's a rivalry. Uh, that's and good. It, th- season two came out this year, and I binged it. And, like, it's it's just really funny. Yeah. Like, a lot of the humor might remind you of, like, similar to uh, early Rick and Morty <laughs> seasons, where it was, like, darker, but it was, like, crude humor, kind of funny. Yeah. Um, But, like, it's it's cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> If that makes sense, probably witty. Like, yeah, it's it's witty, and it's not as like dirty as uh, Rick and Morty jokes were. So, like, it it has a lot of the similar content, similar like, oh, all the world is alive, blah blah blah. But like, it's funny (laughs) and less depressing. Uh, But like this season, the way it ended, it was just like, my goodness, it was gut wrenching. Like, oh, yeah. you're laughing, you're laughing, you're laughing, your gut's hurting from laughing, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, what is happening? And it's so, like, sad. Um, so it, it it's very rare that a show is able to get multiple, like, reactions out of me like that. I say it's very rare, but it happens quite a lot. But, like, <laughs> there are some shows I watch and I just watch. Like, She-Hulk, I watched and watched. That yeah. was it. I didn't really have any big reaction of it. I watched it to stay in the loop. I didn't really enjoy it. But like this one, I was invested. I enjoyed the jokes. And like I I remember a lot of parts of the show, which uh, doesn't happen very often for me. Um, So that that was really nice. Just to have another show that I'm like, yes, that is in my head now. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's good when something can make you laugh, but also tug on the heartstrings a little bit. So it gets a lot, like you said, a lot of involvement from you on all cylinders. Yeah. Right. Um, another show that I really enjoyed, this one's on Hulu, Only Murders in the Building. Remember you talking about yeah. this one. Yeah. Season one came out, oh man, a couple years ago, I think. Maybe it was last year. 
I don't know. But I finally sat down and watched all that last year, and I really enjoyed it. This year, Season 2 came out, and I was watching week by week just because I was so excited. Uh, I love that show. And, like, Steve Martin and um, Martin Short and Selena Gomez, like, you wouldn't think that they would, like, Steve Martin and Martin Short, yes, but, like, Selena Gomez in the mix, like, you wouldn't think just by hearing the names that they would work so well, but my yeah. goodness, they work so well. That's good. Um, so that's a good one. Another one on Hulu, Abbott Elementary, which has a lot of humor in, like, the teaching world. Yeah. Um, and, like, making fun of, like, running classrooms and stuff and um, just the joys of working for a public school. <laughs> but yeah. also, like, it gets more in their personal life. So it's like an office version of that. Where they're like interviewing the teachers, and then you see like experiences in the classroom. It's just really funny. Yeah, my mom watches that one. Yeah, and season she, two started this year. She's had jobs in like supporting the school, so in uh, cafeterias, and now in like the transportation, the busing and stuff. So, right. Uh, not in the school, but that support type role. So I think maybe. If there's things in there like that, maybe she appreciates those. Yeah, I've never a, seen it, so I don't know. a lot of the humor comes from. It's okay. very good. Good. Um, uh, the Owl House, which is a uh, teen show uh, on Disney. It's actually really cool, the the different things that they bring forward with, uh, like, witchcraft and, like, spells. But also, like, I, I don't know. It's, like, very witchy, Dungeons and Dragony kind of stuff. Um, so I, I enjoy things like that, and I'm super excited because the last season has started up. First episode came out. It was really good, and there's two other episodes because this is the last season. Um, so that's coming out soon. So I'm, like, ending the year hyped up because I know it's going to um, it's gonna end well, but at the same time I'm sad because it's ending. Yes, bittersweet. Right. It always is. Last show, Better Call Saul, I started watching this year. And only because I uh, I watched Breaking Bad for the first time. Yeah. I, mean, I watched Breaking Bad. I know it came out years ago. And I remember it being hyped up when it came out years ago. But, like, I never sat down and watched it. Yeah. But this year I caught COVID over the summer, so I was at home. And um, I just sat down and I binged the whole thing. There were some nights I didn't sleep because I was watching all the episodes. And it was really good. It was really good. And so, like, Better Call Saul, the spinoff, I really enjoy for its uh, brighter approach to the subject matter. Uh, Bob Odenkirk is, is a really fun character, personality on the screen. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I haven't seen the last season of it because it's on uh, AMC oh. uh, streaming services. Yeah. So I have no idea when it's going to be on Netflix so I can finally watch it. I, I don't want to pay for AMC. No. <laughs> Maybe I'll just get the trial so I can watch it. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. I started Breaking Bad. This was a while ago and never finished it. I kind of kicked myself. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it was. I was really close to the end, too. I think it may have just been what you're describing. I used to stay up so late. I used to work nights and I would get home and I would watch it. And those are hour-long episodes, right? Yeah, they're like 40 minutes to an hour. So if I got home and if I watched, let's just say, three episodes, I would be up to like four in the morning or something like yeah. that. <laughs> so I think 
me stop like not watching anymore may have been more of a scheduling and like okay i'm gonna get my stuff together yeah, i can't sit because it's it's that type of show <laughs> where you watch an episode you're like i have to watch the the next episode i need to know what happens next yeah i i yeah i remember being in that cycle and i think it was more about that and less about like eh, this show is boring because i i i enjoyed it when i watched it so yeah never finished wish i did because yeah now i see a lot of people talk about this better call saul thing and i'm just like it's it's pretty good you should just go back and finish it i'm or, like squidward watch it i'm like squidward sitting in his house <laughs> while spongebob and patrick are outside playing like everyone's yeah. talking about this cool show and i'm like i can't even watch it because i'm not gonna there's so much context i'm not gonna have so <laughs> i started watching breaking bad right after i finally watched bojack horseman i did so watch it's that like show. And that show's depressing too. So I went from this really depressing show to another kind of depressing show. Yeah. Uh, but like Breaking Bad's, like it does have some some humor. I mean, of course, BoJack Horseman does too. I don't know. They both both shows did a really good job of storytelling, and yeah. making these awesome characters that you want to watch, or these really interesting characters that you want to watch, whether you like them or not. Th- um, and both characters, the the main hero or not hero the main protagonist is also the antagonist like they're yes. not a good guy they're walter flawed. white and mm-hmm. bojack horseman are terrible people but you can't help but just watch exactly you can't take your eyes off of it so i did watch bojack horseman i really liked it people don't believe me when i say like there's so many things in there that make you emotional and like make you think because uh, it's a cartoon and people just think it's going to be Another adult cartoon that's silly and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. I watched another show with Will Arnett about... That is him, right? Yeah, yeah, um, it's Will Arnett. I watched it, and it was like two guys that were in AA. There was only like one or two seasons. Um, but it was kind of like the same kind of thing where it's just like this person's like doing all the right things, and then they make a huge mistake and kind of like screw up their life. And right. there's one other show like that. I hope you know the name of it because I don't. What's the one where like he's an author? He's an author. Um, Will he, Arnett? No, um, I don't know the actor that's in it because I'm not good with that. Uh, it's an older show. the The guy's like an author. He has like his ex wife or like his baby mom or whatever, and he has his daughter, and he's like always creating problems for himself. Again, like he, he's doing all the right things to get things back on track, and he does something. And like totally like tears his life down. It's a show on Netflix. It's an older He's show. An author. Yeah, I think he writes books or something. I don't know that I've seen that one. I don't know that I've seen that. I'm gonna have to look you, this look one that up. up. Look that up. I, I watched these like three shows, and then I think I watched Breaking Bad like right after, but then stopped watching TV. But I like watched all those shows, and they're all kind of the same, like you said, where they're like the protagonist and the antagonist at the same time yeah. like they do something that you really disagree with and you're like mad at them you're, yeah but you're you still mad. rooting for them because they're you're like i want them to get better and sometimes they do sometimes they don't you know they're they have their shining moments but overall it's just like this character is terrible you mostly watch it because you want everything to go right for the other characters because you're like they haven't done anything they just are in the circle of this character you know like in bojack horseman you have todd and uh uh princess kitty or whatever her name is yes like you're just like i feel so bad for these poor characters because they're good people 
and yeah, they're they... just it's just because he's kind of like this he's sucking the energy out of them he sucks them into their uh, they he sucks them into his problems yes yeah um, but then when they do good things you're like yes yes finally <laughs> but then you, your heart gets wrenched out again because they don't keep that up <laughs> and then you get the backstory of like why it is that they're flawed and stuff Californication, that's what it is. I don't know if I you've think seen I've heard that. Of that. Who's um, uh, who's the actor in that one? Let's see. Um David Duchovny. Yeah, you know any of these people? Eh, honestly, those are like smaller names to me at least. Um well, it was seven seasons. The final episode was 2014. I'll have to watch that one cuz that that sounds if it's around the same thing, I don't know why it's <clears throat> I don't know. It's, it, I, it seems wrong to like those types of shows. I got a recommendation. I think I watched Californication first because you like st- stop watching a show on Netflix and it just pops up those like random shows and movies that are on there. So I think Californication was one. I was like, okay, I'll watch this. Or maybe I heard about it or whatever. And then I was looking up like what are shows that are like this. So that's yeah. then it recommended on I think Reddit or whatever uh, to watch BoJack Horseman. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I like this. And then I found out Will Arnett did that other show. So I kind of I did those like three back to back, and then I think Breaking Bad was next. But then uh, took a hiatus from watching TV. There's um, another show. I think it's in the world of BoJack Horseman. It's made by the same people. It's called Tuca and Birdie. You might want to check that one out too. Okay. I've been meaning to. My friend keeps telling me. My friend. Uh, my co-host on uh, Freshly Popped, he keeps talking about uh, Tuca and Birdie. I'm just like, man, I got to watch that one. And then I always forget because <laughs> I'm watching all these other things. Yeah, um, That's it for TV shows. But like, I want to quickly run through movies. I know right. we're, we, we don't have much time left for this segment. Um, but I have four movies that I really enjoyed. And this was just because I was writing a list out super hurried so i'm sure there's more than this but these are the main four that i (laughs) come to mind glass onion which just came out recently the knives out sequel really good really good storytelling great characters i just love ryan johnson's way of storytelling and making these mysteries fun um and really just a you know screw the rich kind of movie you know (laughs) we'd love to see it uh (laughs) everything everywhere all at once came out earlier this year phenomenal movie a really good way of doing the multiverse thing um and and it's just like an ordinary person dealing with it so it's like very heart-wrenching because it's like a lot of family drama with them too uh so it's it's really heartwarming and heart-wrenching uh back and forth excellent movie i am so surprised it didn't get nominated for an oscar for vfx um, because the visual effects in that movie were phenomenal. And it was only done by a team of like five people. So it's wow. like the only thing I'm seeing on Twitter right now is people upset that they didn't make it as a nominee. But Yeah, they got snubbed. I hope they get uh, some other awards or best film, whatever. Like they, they deserve something. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then two movies on the other end of things. Not so much the, the dramatic or more, more serious um dc super pets dc league of super pets that's a real movie yes it's an animated movie uh starring the rock and kevin hart um (laughs) as like (laughs) the pets of the dc heroes they have their own league and um it's like uh crypto the super dog is like the most famous uh dc pet i want to say it's superman's dog yeah um 
And honestly, like I went into that movie with low expectations. I was like, this is going to be bad, but I'm going to see it anyway. It was hilarious. I was so surprised at how well it was able to put together the story, but also have a lot of good humor along the way. Um, it, It didn't baby it. Like it was very good family movie. Like, Adults could enjoy it, and kids could enjoy it. That's important. Yeah, um, those two have good chemistry. So. Right. And then another really good movie, The Bad Guys by DreamWorks. Um, they That was their newest like animated film before <laughs> Puss in Boots just came out, Puss in Boots 2. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's just a really good, really good story, really good storytelling. I thought it was very interesting characters once again. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's it for the movies. I don't have too much more to say about that one. I just know the bad guys was a was a was a decent movie. I, that it's, one. It's another like, you know, criminals trying to uh, steal something, but then one kind of starts to become a good guy. Uh, oh, he's yeah. like, you know what? We can be good, and it feels good to be good. <laughs> and then, as good guys, they they pull off a case against the guy. I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything, but right. they they become good guys at the end, which is nice. That one had some bigger actors, uh, voice actors in it, Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. It had some bigger actors. I can't think of who off the top of my head, but it did have a real good cast, for sure. Um, so DreamWorks has always made good movies. One of the Twitter things I keep seeing right now is people talking about how um, Madagascar was like, they were like, the Madagascar movies were actually the pinnacle of comedy. And people keep <laughs> quote-tweeting that with clips from the movie, and you watch it, and you're just like, that was really funny. Like, I can't believe I don't remember this better. It surprises you. Yeah, those accounts for TV shows and movies, like, blank out of context. Yeah. And it'll just be a short clip of a video from that movie or show or whatever it is. And, yeah, it's just a good laugh. Those accounts are good. Yeah, DreamWorks will always be good. It's like it's like Disney movies, but a little more, like, jokes for older audiences filed in there you know yeah i think they always got to have those and i was just having a conversation with my mom about this the other day she said because she was talking about bringing us to the movies to see all those but she said they always had jokes in there that only the adults would laugh at and they went over the kids heads not that it was inappropriate or anything it just was more mature better understanding of like bigger ideas and right things going on in the world that they appreciated and now that i see like some animated movies or even kids movies as an adult now uh i now i notice those jokes too and some of the kid jokes are funny yeah. too <laughs> yeah some of them are fun. It, like anytime a character farts farts will never not be funny. yeah come on when you see the minions and we... like their their pants fall down <laughs> that's so stupid i never seen any of those Dude, movies but i saw one year this year and now. 10 million years from now, we'll be on something spaceship, <laughs> like light years away, and someone's going to fart. <laughs> everyone's going to be like, ah, 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 that's hilarious. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's like, that reminds me of when they say that they've had capsules for if the aliens ever find this, then that, is, you know, they have like some music in there, some sports stuff in there, some movie and TV show a stuff DVD in there. A copy of the Minions movie. <laughs> they, should, they should update it and have the Minions in there, I think, yeah. And then I think they need to update some of the sports stuff. I don't know what's in there right now, but we have seen some crazy stuff go on this year. Uh, and then in the past decade, in the past 20 years, 
between all sports. Well, speaking of sports things that should go in there, we've got a movie for your consideration that we're about to uh, piece together right now for a athlete that is just phenomenal. You look at mm-hmm. his record and you see accolade after accolade, achievement after achievement. This yes. guy is phenomenal. And not only that, he <laughs> was born this day, Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, I say this day, even though this is coming out three days later, but yeah. we're recording this around Christmas time. So yeah. that is why he is our Winter Wonderland athlete um, focus for our Devin's Director's Cut. Yes, so I was going on a couple different blogs trying to find people that were born on Christmas Day. It's not something that is always talked about, but for our theme, I figured it would be fitting. And when I seen this player on this list, I knew that this had to be who we are talking about. So let me go down this list. So we have a 10-time All-Star, a two-time World Series champion, an AL MVP, an ALCS MVP, Gold Glove Award, three-time Silver Slugger Award, 12-time AL Stolen Base Leader, and he has his number retired by the Oakland Athletics, number 24, and he is in the Athletics Hall of Fame as well as the MLB Hall of Fame, and he still holds some MLB records that are not broken currently. So he still holds them, uh, even though he retired in 2003. They have not been broken since. This is for stolen bases. Uh, career runs and stolen bases in a single season so had no choice but to talk about this man that is ricky henderson man of steel he sounds like just reading through his uh his record real quick like Mm -hmm. he just sounds i don't know made up (laughs) yeah that was one of these things i was reading about him so somebody from sports illustrated tom verducci compared him to none other than johnny appleseed and davy crockett and some others in that the lines are blurred between fact and fiction like you hear something and it's just so incredible that's not discrediting any of the things that he's done it's just you you hear some stories and we'll kind of get into his personality a little bit as well but yeah you, you hear some things and you're just kind of blown away by this person so yep on this day around this time that we're recording um this person was brought into the world so we're gonna yeah. mostly cover the sports angle of it but yeah, this person, no one else in history, <laughs> has ever been born on this day. <laughs> no, there was others. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get started. Let's see what we can do here. Uh, so we know the main character is Ricky Henderson, so just yes. to start us off, let's go ahead and cast him. Yeah, so um, I have him playing baseball from 1979 to 2003 so started when he was the age of 21 and played until he was the age of 45 i know you're looking up pictures right now he is in uh he is a black male and um i think can't really find the height so i don't know if we're gonna do heights for this one because i was doing some research and didn't really find the heights easily for any of them right so so we need someone who's around their 30s that they'd be able to play that younger 
uh, 20s. And they might be able to play up to 40 or so, depending on what we do with prosthetics and makeup. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have good aging technologies. Let's say that we've got a good budget for this movie, uh, since he's so well-known of a player or such a a high-achieving player. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to go with Keith Stanfield. All right. Uh, He is an actor who... um, He was born in 1991, so he's uh, about 32 Okay. come up next year in August. Um, and he's known for playing uh, in a lot of different biopics. So he, he played Snoop Dogg and Jimmy Lee Jackson in biographical films. So uh, he was in Straight Outta Compton as Snoop Dogg. And he's also won uh, some some awards for, for his acting. He most recently, well not most recently, but one of the, the best films I've seen him in was uh, Sorry to Bother You. Okay. which is a really good film, came out around the uh, same time as Get Out. Okay. Uh, and it was very similar in themes. So, um, so yeah, we're going to say since he has the experience doing biopics and being able to portray characters from history, yeah. I think he'd be a good person to play our Ricky Henderson here. And that's quite the resume. I would be astonished if somebody told me that I could go from playing Snoop Dogg in one movie to Ricky Henderson in another yeah. movie. I mean, <laughs> this is quite the opportunity. So I, oh, yeah. I think he'll be pleased by he'll, that. He'll be so happy. <laughs> um, so I mentioned that he had a couple accolades, including some World Series and some gold gloves, so or a gold glove and some MVPs. Um, so my notes are kind of scattered. So let me kind of organize this but i do know everybody that we are going to cast i just kind of want to do it in chronological order so let's just start by stating that he started his career with the oakland athletics so from 1979 to 1984 ages 21 to 26 so in this time period he had his rookie season and he got his gold glove in 1981 um so that's kind of just starting out um kind of like humble beginnings so we know that we have him cast we know that he's on the oakland athletics um he's on a couple other teams in between um i don't need to go over exactly like all the teams he's played for because it's it's a long list here it's also like there's some recurring teams like the athletics are on here a few times each but nonetheless we have another stint with them let's go to now the night 1989 through 1993 time era which is i think this is good because he's now 31 to 35 um kind of in the same age range our actor is so something notable that happened in the 1989 season we are going to see him face off against a pitcher named randy johnson aka the big unit who at this time is a 26 year old white male so what's notable here what's his name again randy johnson randy for johnson. the mlb yep okay, okay so you look that up and i would like to state why this is notable it happened on july 29th in 1989 henderson stole five bases against the uh pitcher and that was his career high and it was just one shy of a single game uh, major league record for stolen bases so you kind of look for drama in these movies like 
it's not always sunshine and rainbows. You have people that are rooting against you, especially opponents of yours. So this would be one. I mean, this is not a pitcher that wanted to give up this many stolen bases as a pitcher. It's your job to realize that this person is on first and stealing second or they're on second and stealing third. You're focusing on pitching the ball uh, down the middle of the plate and trying to either strike out a batter or get the ball in a good position to where it can be fielded. But you also have somebody that's on base that can steal the base. So you kind of have to be paying attention to two different things, especially when you have somebody such like uh, talent and somebody so fast. So that is what is like kind of a, a conflict that there's there's going to be some, you know, when there's success. There's not going to be everybody being like, a hundred percent on your side. So how you doing finding somebody for Randy Johnson? Oh man, this is rough. He uh he's got like a specific look about him, so you can't just cast anyone. Okay. Like you look at this guy, um, and well, I'm looking at pictures of when he was younger. Yeah. So, so this was yeah, when he took place at uh twenty six, yeah, and he was on the Mariners at the time. Yep. Mariners, sorry. That's right. Mariners. Um He's got a goatee and yeah. long hair. Yeah. Um, he looks kind of older. How old was he again? This was when he was 26 because this was in 1989. He was 26. Okay. Uh, let's see what we could find here. Um, I think... This guy hasn't really been in anything big... So that's okay. Maybe, this is maybe we'll give him his uh his big break. Yeah. Um this, this guy is... his name is Alexander Ludwig. Okay. Um he was in The Hunger Games. All right. And <laughs> that's like the most notable movie I'm seeing here. I don't know very one. many of these, but he's also been in uh a lot of music videos too. So <laughs> that's <laughs> I don't know how those skills would pull in, but it looks like he has played um, Vikings before, so like tougher characters. He's got facial hair. He's able to grow pretty decent facial hair, so we should be able to get a goatee out of him. Good. Um, and his hair is long-ish, or can be long-ish. So I think we can pull that off there. He seems like uh, a pr- stronger guy. Uh, and looking at Randy Johnson, he seems like a pretty muscular dude. So we want yes. someone who has a decent physique for that. Yeah. So I think Alexander Ludwig is going to be our, our go-to here. We'll give him another break here. We'll give him a, another good movie to add to his resume here. Yeah, from what I'm seeing, that is a good person to cast. And I agree that this person should get in this role and kind of get get things going again be like hey i wasn't just in the hunger games i was also in this most recent <laughs> ricky henderson in, film i was in the ricky henderson story <laughs> um <laughs> the so ricky yeah. henderson games so, <laughs> yeah. so we got lakeith stanfield and alexander ludwig so far those are not super big names but you know when it comes to movies like this a lot of the times, it's a good opportunity for younger actors to really get their name out there. 
being yeah. able to play like a biopic because you know you're going to get a decent amount of audience in there for people who know the field or who are interested in that. Like straight out of Compton brought in a good amount of uh, interest. Yes. So biopics do bring in audience members, and that will give these actors a little bit more uh, star power, which will yeah. be nice for them. Yeah. Um, I think people will uh, enjoy this story. And the thing is, is about players even if there is something out there about them there's just so many different ways that could do it like if one studio makes a biopic about a player and then another studio makes a biopic about a player those are still going to be two completely different films so um that is something that we're, we're, we're doing our own take on this right so in the same season 1989 the oakland athletics make it to the world series and they end up being the World Series champions. Woo. So this is a notable season for sure. So with that being said, I would like us to cast the general manager of the team. Okay. So he is a three-time World Series champion, this being one of them, and a four-time manager of the year. That is general manager Tony La Russa. Tony he La Russa. is at this time going to be a 45-year-old white male i'm most familiar with him right now being the former general manager of the chicago white Sox, as recent as this past season i think he was not able to finish the season due to some medical concerns okay so uh but this is somebody that has been in baseball for a long time uh, so definitely somebody that people are going to recognize as well which is good to so when have with the athletics right yep Okay, okay. I think I have an actor in mind for this. I All right. think I do. Um, Let's hear just it. looking at his his picture, he looks similar to this, but let me just cross-check with this actor um, to see if it is popping up the right way in my head. Yeah, you want to do a little side-by-side. Yeah, I want to I want to make sure because in my head it seems like a good choice, but I need to see his picture again. I need to know. Yeah, and hopefully you folks are taking advantage to do some side-by-side as well. Uh, Hopefully we are doing a good job of describing these players, these general managers, also these actors. Uh, Just would like to say while we're in the midst of it, as always, any and all feedback is appreciated from the listeners. How old was he again? At this time, 45. 45, okay. Mm -hmm. So I think I found someone that uh, is, is pretty close in age. All Actually, right. yeah, he's exactly 45. Nailed it. So, perfect. Um, this actor, he's a, another kind of smaller actor. Um, I know him from This Is Us, okay, um, which is a show that I adore. It's heart-wrenching and makes me cry a lot. <laughs> um, and I'm, try- I'm looking through his, his past uh, credits, and that's, I think, his biggest one. Uh, but right. he's been in a lot of things. He does voice acting. He's voiced uh, characters like Wolverine, um, like the Marvel character. And he's been <clears throat> in a few different shows, maybe one episode, maybe multiple episodes. But um, from what I, I gather from him, he, he seems like a really good guy. Uh, and he's got those long flowing locks nice. that uh, this... this uh, Tony Larusa had. It's very similar. He, I believe, 
LaRusso's got to be Italian, right? That sounds Italian. Yeah. Uh, and what I, I think know, Ventimiglia yeah. has a similar Italian look to him. I don't know if he is Italian, <laughs> but he kind of looks it. So uh, Milo Ventimiglia is who I'm going with. Um, again, he starred in This Is Us, which is mm-hmm. more like emotional show. And, you know, baseball could be emotional. He could, he could be down serious, but also in the show, he... Um, plays a character who has a lot of problems where he's dealing with like alcoholism and mm-hmm. anger issues. So you see him yell sometimes and then you see him very reserved sometimes. Uh, and I think that's very similar to what a uh, general manager will have to go through. There's highs and lows throughout the season, throughout each game. And something that I was thinking is the voice acting experience, I think, will help this actor in this role because. Again, there's the highs and the lows, and there's the long season and the even longer season because they play into the postseason. So I think kind of getting your players in the right headspace, calming them down during certain situations. There's lots of times where, yeah, you're the general manager. You're managing the this team and these players, this staff, and kind of if, if um, – they're upset about something you talk them down from that if they're feeling good about something you give them encouragement i mean there's just a lot of um talking points for these people so yeah they're, they're gonna have to talk about some important things and maybe resolve some conflicts so right. I, I think that's good that is good i enjoy uh seeing them in this role <laughs> um next so we're gonna go to another world series so we mentioned that in the time frame of 1993 he was on the oakland athletics ricky henderson that is he was that is the truth but he did not end the season with the team he ended the season with the toronto blue jays oh so yeah um he won the world series with them since he ended the season with them so Another general manager I would like to note is also a three-time champion. This is Pat Gillick. At the time, he was 56 year old, 56 years old, and is a white male. All right, all right. So this was 30 years ago, and what team? This was for the Toronto Blue Jays, because yeah, I know that he's been a general manager for a couple different teams. So you're trying to look at what this person looked like at this time in right. order for it to be accurate as possible yeah which he, i appreciate what you're doing he looks like your average guy um n- n- not in a mean way <laughs> that's all right that those things happen um <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you tell me anything more about what he's like is uh looking at these pictures he smiles a lot is he a jolly guy I would say um, definitely like recognized and like appreciated within the organization. Um, the Toronto Blue Jays, I mean, it's an out, a market outside of the U.S. So making sure that like a t- like a team and organization is doing well within a league that is predominantly in the United States is kind of a tall task so to have somebody that brings a championship to your team and is like you said like a a bigger personality and kind of um 
people enjoy being around them. That's something that is going to be important for making a, I guess, smaller market for potentially baseball into a bigger market. So, right. Yeah, I'm 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 struggling a little, a little bit with this one. <laughs> like, again, I want I want to find someone who will do him justice for like how how important he is in the field mm-hmm. and also someone who i mean they don't have to look exactly like him right but like i want i want someone who who looks similar enough um yeah. and you know he's he's got like a familiar face to him he's got a face that you like look at and you're like i know this guy or he Maybe just you seems do know friendly <laughs> i personally don't know him but i feel like yeah. i Man, I didn't think that it'd be this hard to find this this character, someone for for this guy. Um, All right. Well, while you look, there was something I wanted to talk about earlier yeah. in the film. If that's all right, I kind of I, I glanced over it a bit. So yeah, do that, and I'll try to have one uh, by the time you are done. Yeah. So we noted the time period, nineteen seventy nine through nineteen eighty four. Ricky Henderson being twenty one is twenty six. So. We mentioned rookie season. We mentioned gold glove in 1981. Something I forgot to mention. Let me go back to it here. So where was it? At You and I are both researching things. <laughs> this is awesome. Something about him like framing his first check instead of cashing it. Um, so just being like so astounded like so ecstatic to be in the mlb living his dream to be being paid to play professional baseball and being paid pretty well at that so yeah instead of cashing his first check he framed it and did not cash it in right away uh the silly thing about that is by the time that he decided to take it out of the frame and cash it in, it wasn't worth as much as it originally was before. <laughs> so kind of one of those things where you think that like he's he's being silly, but he's being himself. People thinking like, oh, why would you do that? I wouldn't do that. Well, he did that. He felt happy about it. And if he lost some money at the end of the day, it's something that made him happy at the time. And he's just... Um, he is himself. I I feel like I commonly say that while we're doing this. I mean, um, yeah, he sounds he sounds goofy. Yeah, he he sounds fun to be around. So that's something that like even in his youth, um, was just so fired up and so passionate about something and um, excited about something, yet humble at the same time. Um, because not cashing it, framing it, kind of like you know all of my hard work led up to this. Um, there's gonna be one other thing that kind of talks about his personality a little bit, but uh, do you have an actor for us in mind? Man, I just, I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I really cannot. I, I can't think of one. Looking at him, like I'm trying to find someone that's just looks a little more similar, and I really cannot find one that I'm like this is this would be a good actor for that. Wow. Um. Man, I, don't I feel think, bad. <laughs> I don't think this has happened in the... Yeah, this has not happened. I've been able to come up with something every single time. Um, this is... Yeah, this is odd. <laughs> um, 
surprised this hasn't happened more often. So not, I know not is... that it happening is like surprising. I'm I'm actually the opposite. I'm surprised that it doesn't happen more often because. I'm going to be honest, uh, these actors, I don't know any of them <laughs> that you've mentioned today. <laughs> I'm familiar with the uh, first movie, so I guess I would be familiar with the one actor playing uh, Snoop Dogg. But uh, those other ones, um, these, yeah, just the actors in general just aren't ringing a bell. Well, like I said, like we, we, we want to try to get... I, I don't want to always just cast A-list actors all the time. Like, I feel feel like that's just easy that's the easy way out not necessarily because i mean an a last a list actor for you is like off of somebody's radar like myself so <laughs> um um he was what age at the time he was 56 at the time okay so that that kind of helps the the older actors. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of people that have been doing it for quite some time now. You're making this hard for me, 50s man. You're making this real hard for me. Hey, I'm not trying to. I know I talked about him earlier in the show, but let's just see some other things that we could do about um, Ricky Henderson here. So, let's see. 1,406 stolen bases. That is incredible. So, um, 2,295 runs. Um, I believe he was the leadoff hitter, and he had 297 home runs. So, I'm trying to think. I remember seeing a stat, but now I don't know where it went. But I think there was some sort of stat about how many games... It was the first pitch of the game, and he hits a home run. I mean, could you imagine being at a baseball game and the very first pitch, not the very first pitch, but like the very first batter up uh, ends up hitting a home run? I mean, that is just such a fun way to start your experience of watching the game in person or even at home, Uh, whether you're a fan of the team or not. Hopefully it's not your opposing team giving up the home run, but that sure is something. So being in a leadoff hitter, that third hitter is like your power hitter because they're going third. Um, that fourth hitter is like cleanup. So being at the top of the order, as they call it, is saying that you're a good batter. Uh, towards the bottom is your other kind of role players, uh, better maybe at fielding than at batting, or your pitcher probably if their uh, batting goes last. But yeah. Um, more known as I would say for the base running, but don't want to sleep on the fact that he was a great hitter as well and just fun to watch all around. But yeah, with him getting on base would be a problem because stealing a base or being able to get two bases where some would uh, get one and scoring those runs is always a threat. So I think I found one. You found one. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. I think we're gonna go with Jean, Jean, John Favreau. Okay. Uh, he was in Iron Man and like the Avengers movies as Happy Hogan. All right. Um, he's a producer and uh, director as well. I feel like he'd be able to pull off the look, maybe a little bit, is what uh, what I'm thinking here. Yep. Uh, 
I don't know. And also, he he was in. Um, he made his debut in a, a biographical sports film. So perfect. Uh, Rudy for okay. Daniel Rudy Rudiger. Got it. Um, so you know why not bring it full circle here and put him back into the limelight as another uh, sports player, another yeah. athlete. Yeah, I absolutely think that he would field this call and accept this role for a general manager position uh being pat gillick so i think that that would be a good fit yeah already done something similar uh similar genre so same genre actually so i like it i do so one last uh player that we're going to mention this is towards the end of his career um and then we're just briefly going to talk about how this movie's potentially going to end. Uh, kind of predictable, I'm sure, but we're just going to talk about this player before we do that. So, so what I'm going to talk about took place in 2002. So it was another pitcher that we're going to cast. So okay. Ricky Henderson was on the Boston Red Sox at the time, and this pitcher was Orland... Orlando Hernandez, so L. Duke. Let me find the team that he was on. Sorry. Um, thought I had that prepared. Ahead the of time. New York Yankees. Yes. Really? Um, <laughs> That's just and, the first picture in I saw. 2002, I have no since idea. you're looking it up. Um, uh, he's played for the Mets. He's played for the Yankees. This might have been when he was on the Mets. I think that's what I remember Did he seeing. go to Eastern Illinois? Oh Maybe. no, that's FIU. Never mind. Okay. I thought it said E. <laughs> but um what I'm going to talk about took place in 2002. So this would mean that he was 37 year old at the time and he is a Cuban American MLB pitcher. So this kind of goes again about him having a big personality and kind of doing some silly stuff and kind of just being in his own lane in terms of how he acts and how he is and how he treats other people in a good way. Um, so Henderson stated about Rick or sorry, Hernandez stated about Henderson. He needs to, he needs to grow up a little bit. I ain't a kid. When I broke into the game, he was crawling on his hands and knees unless he's as old as I am. He probably is. So, He's saying that Henderson needs to grow up <laughs> when um, Henderson is 45 and at this time Hernandez is 37. So saying that he's being immature, but in in like a silly way, as in like kind of act your age, but he's kind of always had like a youth youthfulness to him. So that again, that's not everybody's cup of tea, but he was kind of saying like when's you know, he was doing something silly or funny. I forget exactly what it was, but saying like, you, you need to grow up. Like you're a veteran, you're 45, you've been playing for a long time. You've accomplished all this stuff. Like you still don't have to act this way, but he is who he is. So that's just kind of something in my mind that's notable. Again, you're not always going to have a hundred percent of people backing you up and in your corner so i did want to mention two players that kind of had either a negative experience or something negative to say about this player because we're always going to have them cast in a positive 
light. So we want to do have some moments of like drama in this film. So have you found an actor that is going to represent this picture? Um, so yeah, looking at pictures of him, he definitely looks his age. That's the thing. Like he looks mm -hmm. a bit older. Yeah. Um, which is hard <laughs> because he's young. You know, so I think I'm going to cast a younger actor and we'll use uh, makeup and prosthetics to make him look older. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with um, this actor here looking side by side. I feel like he might work. Mm -hmm. uh, Rome Flynn. Okay. Another like newer actor, lesser yeah. known, born in 1991. Um, most recently, actually, he's he's. In this film called Fantasy Football, which I think is a, a Disney or Nickelodeon. It's a Nickelodeon film, and he's playing a, a football player. So oh, nice. he, he can play athletes. Uh, he's got the physique for that. Um, and looking at side-by-side -side pictures, I feel like we can definitely work with, with him as this actor. I believe he's also Cuban. Perfect. So um, that'll help as well yeah um, good find so yeah rome flynn another actor that like i actually am not very familiar with him uh but i think i think he'll do the job so uh, that that's for sure good so this movie is honestly a really good breakout actor movie like not really breakout but like just uh offering like roles to to newer talent and like like I said earlier, I think that's a good thing. While we have yes. John Favreau in there, I feel like it's one of those roles that it's like a legacy person where it's just like they're there and it's like to be like, oh, look, this guy's here. Ooh, see this movie. Yeah. But then you see these other actors and you're like, wow, they're really good too. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree that this could be a breakthrough for all of them. So, yeah, quite the opportunity. Uh, but this is a good opportunity to tell a story about – an amazing player, some other amazing players, some amazing general managers. There are many others that would have been noted, and they'll still be in the film at some point or whatever. Right. This is what's going to get people to come and buy a ticket or to stream it. So Yeah, we at least need our top build cast here. Yes, yeah. So we got the skeleton, and we got this thing fleshed out pretty good, I would say. So, yeah, so Ricky Henderson, played by Lakeith Stanfield. Um, what was the second guy? We had, let me pull up my notes again. Randy. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson, played by Alexander Ludwig. Yep. Um, La Russa, played by Milo Ventimiglia. Yep. Um, Gillick. McGillick. Mick Gillick? Pat Gillick. Pat Gillick, gotcha. Yeah. Pat Gillick, played by John Favreau. And finally, um, Rome Flynn is going to be ending us out playing, um, Orlando Hernandez. Orlando Hernandez. Okay. Yes. I like that. I like that a lot. And then we are going to end the movie with pretty much him. So that took place in the 2002 season. 2003 season, he is on the L.A. Dodgers. He ends up being, shortly after he retires, inducted into the Hall of Fame. He was a first ballot Hall of Famer in 2009. So I'm sure towards the end of the movie we can match up his speech with pretty much obviously some copyright things but with what it was 
and have that kind of be the ending of the movie. Yeah. So I think we know who's going to be in it. We know what it's going to be about. No spoilers. Um, you can look all these things up. So that's how this is going to start and end. Beginning yeah. a career, end a career, and Hall of Fame speech. That yeah, is quite we're going to go right up. So I, I think we don't have to cast someone to play him as older. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like he, he looks pretty similar throughout the years. Yes, he's he's aged, but um, with prosthetics and makeup and VFX, honestly, we could make it work. So Lakeith will be fine. Um, but honestly, yeah, it's a really good story. Like, it just continues to, to build and build. It's like win after win. And it's nice to be able to go see those movies where instead of seeing the player constantly get down on their luck mm-hmm. or have those moments where they're upset or not having a good time. This one's just like you're watching this man win for yeah. an hour and a half or two hours, however long the movie is, uh, which which will be nice. It'll be yeah. very nice. Yeah, a couple instances where people disagree or are kind of having a conflict because right. they're having a bad game while he's having a great game. But altogether... Yeah, we are going to highlight this person in a good light, which, you know, it's good to see a, a feel-good movie. So Yeah, it'll be a feel-good movie. There mm-hmm. you go. That's the genre. Biopic, but also feel-good movie. Awesome. Yes, absolutely. So with that being said, that is the last segment of this month. Of this year. Of this year. Whoa. So... How about you tell people next month's theme, and I will tell people next week's segment what it is, what we're going to be doing. Yeah, so next month's theme, we're, we're going to go pretty cliche once again with this, but we're thinking new beginnings. Mm-hmm. January, new beginnings. So we are going to be uh, casting characters from um, shows and movies that came out in 2022. Yep. So newer characters brand new um not like oh well there was a new doctor strange movie so doctor strange no not that has to be a brand new character or uh person from a tv show or movie that came out last year so mine is going to be a very limited list but i am still looking forward to this at the same time so Wes was asking me if we could do hockey. We haven't done that for fantasy, fantasy sports yet. I promise you we will get to it. But something I would like to note is that for this upcoming week, that is the Super Bowl for fantasy football. So I think that is only fitting that we do fantasy football. But we're going to switch it up a bit. We aren't going to do the same draft that you've seen, quarterback, wide receiver, etc we're going to do an idp an individual defensive player draft so we are going to be drafting defensive players instead of offensive players so we get to go over new positions and new scoring systems and new technique of drafting because we have people that are going to be tackling and trying to stop you instead of trying to get past you and score so it is going to be different and the same at the same time. I'm looking forward to it. A I think the beginning. timing is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very fun. All right. So we'll see you next week, next year, for um, for our new beginnings, our first episode of uh, 2023.
Oh, yeah. But to end us off, as always, we have to play Two Truths and a Lie. Yep. We're going to see who wins the year. So what is, what's the score right now? It is currently one and two for all. So this is going to be yet another potential tie month. So this could swing it one way or the other. So with Yum. so much at stake. So much suspense. Man. Yeah. Would you like to go first? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. So uh, just in spirit of the holiday that just passed, uh, two truths, one lie. Question is, which actor has not played Santa Claus? Okay. So that's in a movie or a TV show. Um, Brian Cranston, Jack Black, or Tom Hanks? Hmm. And obviously you're not going to tell me, like, films, because that would potentially give it away. Hmm. I'll tell you after you guess. Yeah. <laughs> but That's good. Yeah. You got three actors here. Which um, one has not played Santa Claus, TV I'm, or movie? I'm, um. Wow. Okay. So the these are all ones that I know. So Brian Cranston, Jack Black, and Tom Hanks. But I can't think of any time where I've seen them as Santa. Maybe, maybe Tom Hanks. Maybe. And then there's maybe something going on with Malcolm in the Middle, where there's a scenario where. Maybe he's got to dress up in a Santa suit or what something. What I'm saying is they're playing the character they're, Santa Claus. Oh, in another playing, thing. Okay. Not in they're another... playing a character and they dress up as Santa. Like, they're playing Santa Claus. That is their role. Okay. That when you look oh, up on IMDb, okay. that's who they're slated as playing. Okay. Their um, character is Santa Claus. Okay. So, I might ask a question you may not be able to answer. Has um, Cranston done movies or his he mostly just done tv yeah he's done movies he's done movies man man oh man you know i just i i know like i'm, I'm more familiar with tom hanks and jack black doing movies i just m have commonly tied together santa claus being in movies not really. I know there's the new Tim Allen one, and it's a TV show, but I don't right. know of any like long-running TV shows involving Santa, and I feel like I would have heard about it. So, again, I try to use process of elimination. For, so, for that reason, I'm going to eliminate the commonly known TV actor, Brian Cranston. You're going to go with Brian Cranston? I am. Okay. Um, well, I mean, it's not necessarily shows about Santa Claus, so, like, they could just play it in an episode. Mm. But I didn't go that route for this. So you, you're, you're good with, with narrowing it down. However, Brian okay. Cranston has played Santa Claus in a very little-known special called The Santa Claus Brothers in 2001. Okay. Um, Tom Hanks played Santa Claus in the Polar Express along with four other characters. Jack, Black's was, or Jack, Jack Black was Black my next Jack has guess. not played Santa Claus. He has been in one Christmas movie. Yeah. But not as Santa Claus. See, I was hoping that you would say there was some sort of like rock and roll Santa 
that I wasn't familiar <laughs> with that you could tell I me think... to like go and check out, and he was Santa in that movie. Yeah, right. Like in a movie <laughs> or TV show. No, I wish. Uh, he he has dressed as Santa for an album cover. God, I think uh, with uh, Tenacious, Tenacious D, D, maybe. Yeah. But he has not played the character of Santa Claus before. Man. Which is odd because he's he's a holly jolly guy. Like you yeah. feel like he'd be good, but he's also Jewish, so mm. I don't know that he celebrates Christmas. Yeah, I don't um, know either. Not to say that that means he can't play Santa Claus, right? Um, but money yeah. money talks, yeah. right? Exactly. Oh yeah. All right, man. I was hoping that would go my way, but I'm currently at one and three. So let's see. If I can stump you and make you also be one and three to so where there's the a tiebreaker. Oh, boy. Um, but oh. I didn't go holiday-themed like you have been doing. The suspense. I appreciate you doing that. I also really didn't make that too hard, but yours wasn't really that hard. It was kind of, this is what it is, pick the outlier. So I did the same thing. So I have three professional athletes. Okay. They are all real they're all gonna be in the league that i tell you that they're in i just need to tell you i need you to tell me sorry which one of these is not a streamer so which one does not play <laughs> video games really and okay. stream these so there there's a lot of athletes um, yeah we were talking about um kyler murray, kyler murray. yes we were so, so um there's a lot in many different leagues a lot in the nba um but nonetheless, which of these is not a streamer? So I have Jimmy Butler from the NBA. I have Juju Smith-Schuster from the NFL. And I have Trevor May from the MLB. Oh, man. So run, run me through the names again. Jimmy Butler from NBA. Juju Smith-Schuster from NFL. And Trevor May from MLB. Jimmy Butler is a name that I know. I've heard that name multiple times now. Uh, so I have heard of Jimmy Butler. Um, the other ones I have not heard. So it's a bit it's a bit harder because I feel like I, I get a lot more I hear a lot more news about football players yeah. than anything. Um, and, and basketball. Football and basketball are the ones I hear the most. Don't yeah. hear too much baseball. Don't hear too much hockey. like I wouldn't be able to tell you very many players of them. Yeah, um, they don't get as much coverage. Yeah, right. NFL and NBA, a lot of media coverage. Jimmy Butler, JoJo, Juju, Juju Smith Schuster. I've actually mentioned him in Two Truths and a Lie before, oh, but man. obviously the context was different because I wouldn't. I don't know. It just sounds like the name of someone who would game. So I'm <laughs> gonna rule him out. Okay. Last one was Trevor May from Trevor the MLB. Trevor May in the MLB. Mm-hmm. Um, so streamer, like they actually like stream on Twitch. That's what we're going for? Yeah. So this article that I have pulled up has their usernames on Twitch. Uh, so that is how I'm oh backfilling this information. How old is Jimmy Butler? Can Let me look me that, that up. I know... He's in his... Not saying want, that certain ages don't play video games, yeah. but I just I, I want to get an idea. I want to say upper 20s. Oh, I'm off by a bit. He's 33 years old. I was thinking around like 28, 29. So 33. Huh. Hmm. And he's NBA? 
MBA. Yep. I'm just gonna go with Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I see you keep circling around that. So Jimmy Butler is not a streamer. Yeah. Wait, was that what I was supposed to do? Yeah. Okay. You're correct. Yeah. (laughs) Jimmy Butler is not a streamer. I was trying to think. I was like, did I? Yeah, he's not a streamer. Like celebrating that. I know. I thought I was maybe supposed to pick like for, for a second there. I was like, oh no, was I supposed to pick the streamer? No. No, you're right. Jimmy Butler was not the streamer. You were correct giving you a score of two and two for the month against my one and three for the month. I have crowning won you champion. 2022. I am the champion of 2022. Which reminds us, we forgot to mention that we finished the segment earlier in the month in a tie. We, we never covered that for you folks we never covered that fantasy fantasy sports that's right ended in a tie not sorry didn't mean to um, no you're right you're, move off of you're your trying to cut my no short. no i'm not trying to no i'm not trying to uh <laughs> rain on your parade at all I, i'll swing back to that i well, just wanted to pretty wet no i wanted to just mention that we did not go over that um so we still would like it if you folks could come up with some sort of tie-breaking scenario we kind of mentioned one um but we will cross that bridge when we get there in terms of uh the one segment but yeah we tied our fantasy fantasy sports um i got one more like on facebook and Devin got one more uh vote on twitter so Mm -hmm. that really just tied us up there um, but it was a close match. We got, we both had some really good characters. So we need a good tiebreaker to help us decide who's the winner for uh, fantasy sports this year or fantasy fantasy sports this year. Even yes. though we know that I'm I'm the winner for two truths and a lie. So Yes. So <laughs> we do not need that tiebreaker for this episode or for this month or for this end of year congratulations wes on your victory so good way to to thank the academy (laughs) good way to end the year and good way (laughs) to end this month yeah i mean honestly we've been doing the podcast for four months now Mm -hmm. um and i feel like i've i've learned so much more about sports like i like i could tell you a a few more names i could tell you how how some fantasy sports are played oh yeah i could tell you about certain parts of games which is cool to me because it's never been it's never been an interest of mine to talk about sports or to really do anything sports related mm-hmm. um i i like going to games sometimes but it was never like i'm gonna sit here and watch all these games and stuff so it's it's fun to to learn something new and i i I hope that the the people at home have also learned something new uh, in these last four months with us. So it's yeah, it's, it's been it's been pretty fun. While it wasn't like a majority of the year, it still feels like a good amount of the year, and I, I you know I'm grateful for it. Likewise, I hope the listeners at home or in their car, wherever they're listening, have been able to learn about sports uh, via myself and Wes talking about them and through our segments. I know that I've learned about some actors I didn't know about before, definitely TV shows and movies I didn't know about before. So I think the games that we play to present them and also the casting that we do and other things that we do to present them have been a fun and unique way for me to learn about them. So that is something that was not really 
something I've been doing recently. Haven't been watching much TV or movies, so I've been having fun learning as well. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's a long episode to wrap up uh, for us this year, but we're excited to do a full year next year in 2023. Uh, We are going to finish this season around uh, July. And our, our second season starts in August. So that'll, yep. that'll be an exciting time for us. So um, anyway, join us next week for New Beginnings. Hope you enjoyed this long episode for you here today. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter at WSkimMilk or on my website WSkimMilk.com for this podcast as well as other ones. Devin? You can find me on Twitter as well, DevonLang32, for NFL and fantasy football analysis. Be sure to look out for my most recent article on NFL Spin Zone that will be pinned to my profile as always. Yeah, and we'll see you next year for some new experiences, new segments, all that. We're super excited for what the new year has to come. Um, so yeah, we're wishing you a happy new year. Happy New Year's, happy holidays, be safe. See ya. See ya. If It Has a Score is available on all your favorite podcasting providers. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Shoot Your Shot Sports, and more. Thank you again for tuning in. We will see you next week.